this, if you don't know uh, this lovely lady, this is Katrina. And, uh, Hi. <laughs> she's a wonderful leader here at Bay City, and uh, we want to welcome you tonight. And uh, if you're visiting with us, we want to say a really warm welcome to you. We would love to get to know you afterwards, after the service. Oh, yeah, this is the greatest place to be tonight because we're expecting encounters from the Holy Spirit. Are you guys excited? All right. Awesome. Hey, we're going to check out. We've got lots of great things coming up at Bay City. So uh, why don't we check out what's coming up? cereals for the next two months. This is a great way to help Bay City families, so please look out for the collection bins in the foyer. There will be a leaders meeting on Monday the 19th of June, 7pm, here at Bay City Church. This is for all leaders and those serving in any area here at Bay City. Stronger together. Next Sunday the 11th of June is Let's Lunch. Bring a plate of food to share and stay on after the morning service. Let's lunch together. Great food and great company. Hey guys, this one is for you. We are holding a men's breakfast this Saturday. For all blokes 13 and over, head to the Ask Me desk today to purchase your tickets. Our next year event is on. Join us this Friday, 9th of June, 7pm here at Bay City. There will be great coffee and food for purchase, great company and a fantastic guest speaker. Invite a group of girls along and don't miss this exciting evening. Apostle Maldonado will be with us in August. His Supernatural Encounter Conference is open to all believers, especially those in ministry. Bay City Church, this conference is free to you. Sign up at the Ask Me desk to be part of this next exciting move of God. That's all for Bay City News. Enjoy the service. Awesome. So we've got some great things coming up. And um, so if you are a woman here tonight or you're a teen, you're a girl, and you've got one of these she invitations, it's not just for you to, um, to keep in your handbag and to put on your fridge. It's for you to give out to somebody. And uh, next Friday night, or this Friday night coming, we've just got a fantastic guest speaker um, all the way from South Africa, and she will inspire you. She will challenge you to grow, and uh, you don't want to miss it. So why don't you bring somebody along? Uh, we'll have a cafe here um, in the evening also, and all the proceeds from that are going to go towards um, care packages uh, that are going to go into our Camberley, into FaithWorks, into the outreach there. So come, and uh, we're also offering another thing that you can um, bless a sister so you can, um, you can pay it forward, so you can pay for a coffee for yourself and then also pay one forward for someone else. Remember, the proceeds all go towards um, our faith works, which is going to be fantastic. And the very next morning, men, uh, we've got a breakfast. There's a breakfast on for you, not for me, and uh, that'll be fantastic. Also, I'm going to hand you over to Katrina. She's all right. Gonna... Who's ready to give tonight? All right. Now, I just want to tell you a couple of things. For most of my Christian walk when I first got saved, I did a lot of things out of obligation. I did a lot of things where I thought I had to have everything right, cross the T's, dot the I's, so that God would respond to me. But our God's not like that at all. 
Over the past few years, I've been led by the heart because I've got to know the heart of Jesus. And you know, all that God wants from me is relationship with Him. That's all He wants is relationship. We don't give so that God will love us. We give so that we are like God, so that we can bless others as God has blessed us. So tonight, let's not give out of obligation, but let's give out of our love for our God. So tonight, let's stand, let's get ready to worship and bless each other and bless our Father. Amen. Jesus, we give you thanks. Lord, I just pray your blessing on every household here today in Jesus' name. Lord, you breathe upon finances. Lord, that you breathe upon the futures and the destinies of people here tonight in Jesus' name. Thank you that our lives have been forever changed. Not just our life, but generations that will follow us have been forever changed by what you have done in our lives tonight. We're so grateful for you, Lord, that our our kids and our kids' kids testify of your goodness, testify of your promises, will be witnesses to your love, be witnesses to your power in the name of Jesus. We give you all the honor and all the glory in Jesus' name. All God's people said, come on one more time, all God's people said, fantastic. Why don't bless somebody next to you? Go on, bless them, do something nice to them.
How you all doing tonight? All right, we, we might just take this down. Ah, thank you, Holy Spirit. I want to touch some people tonight. What do you think, Brett? All right, you going to come and help me? Great. Fantastic. I just sense the Holy Spirit wants to speak to some people tonight. What do you reckon, Brett? Yeah, through you or through me or both of us or what? No, no, okay, let's go. I'm going to pray. Uh, Henrietta, where's Henrietta? That one. Yeah, you. Yes, you're the one, yes. I was just looking straight over the top. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can I just lift your hands? Holy Spirit, Father, let your presence go to touch my sister tonight. Lord, let your presence and your love just come and minister to her tonight in Jesus' name. Speak to her. Thank you for your love for her. Thank you for your deep love for her. Thank you for your love for her family. Thank you for your interest in what's going on in her life right now, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, the, uh, the freedom that you, are, that you are wanting to bring into her heart and to her life tonight in Jesus' name. When as, as we're worshiping, I just sense the Holy Spirit um, wants to just touch your life. What I saw was this. As I saw, um, it was almost like a, uh, like a chain around your wrist, and it was attached to something. And you were trying to reach out to uh, something that you know that God had put in front of you, but there was a chain around you, and you couldn't, you, you, you couldn't reach that. And uh, one, I just sense that the Holy Spirit is going to come and He's going to un- unlock. Um, it's been causing an amount of frustration around your life. You, you've been experiencing a, a, a frustration, frustration in, in different areas. Um, but Lord wants to encourage you tonight that He has put great things and promises in, in front of you. He's got great things for you to walk in. Um, and I can see an unlocking of the things that have held you back. I can see an unlocking of some weights that have been on your on your hands. Uh, there's been, a, there's been a weight around your wrist that's kind of been holding you back and it's been frustrating the purpose of God and it's, been, it's, it's created tension in, in, in different places. And one of the things I sense is that God wants to release you from anxiety and fear tonight, that God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. You are, uh, at times you've been, been in a place of worry and anxiety, but the Lord says he has not given you that as a spirit and he's removing that. He's gonna, he's, and, I, and I didn't see him smash it. I saw him gently come and unlock it. And you're going to start to experience the gentle presence of the Holy Spirit. Why do tapa, matapa, moving over your life afresh? Holy Spirit, would you come right now and just start to lift and unlock that off your life today in Jesus' name. Father, I just thank you right now. Father, for every generational spirit, every generational curse of anxiety, be removed today in Jesus' name. Where there has been a wrestling, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let this just be removed. I know, Holy Spirit, that you can just come and just remove. Now, would you come tonight and just lift that burden off your life in Jesus' name. Father, I just thank you for your presence touching your life afresh. One of the things I saw is, um, even this morning, uh, I, I pray for another Henrietta, but I also sense that creativity is going to be released over your life as well. And um, one of the things I saw you starting to do is write songs, and, um, and uh, you're going to write them in your own language. And uh, you're going to write them in a way that um, that uh, that's going to resonate with the heart of heart of people, and uh, resonate with, in fact, all cultures, and they will resonate to that sound. And, and and the experiences that God has brought you through, you're going to start to put them to paper, and they'll be 
they will be manifested in, in Reo, Tereo. And many lives are going to be touched. As you start to sing and as you bring Waita, you're going to start to experience the presence of the Lord come in a greater and more powerful way. You're going to also start to experience healing take place, relational healing, not just in your own life, but you're going to start to see reconciliation and healing. God is going to use you as a vessel for emotional healing and also physical healing. You're going to start to see people experience the healing presence of the Lord as they start to move upon their lives. Holy Spirit, I thank you for my sister tonight. I thank you for your love for her. I thank you for your love for her family. I thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness to them. I pray today, Holy Spirit, that you would pour yourself out afresh upon their lives. As you poured yourself out at Pentecost and that you changed people, uh, that you accelerated people, Holy Spirit, let there be an acceleration in her life tonight in Jesus' name. Touch, Holy Spirit. Touch, 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 touch creativity today. Lordly angels, Father, bring down and, uh, and just bring oil, fresh oil into her life tonight in Jesus' name. Father, today with that burden, with that shackle is around her, her, her wrist today, Lord, we just, we just remove that right now in Jesus' name. Release the peace of God into your life afresh in the name of Jesus. Touch, Holy Spirit. Touch, touch, touch. Touch, Holy Spirit. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your kindness to us. Amen. Bless you, my sister. He loves you. You're special. You're special. I just sense that there's been, uh, Tom's been a, a misunderstanding, but I just sense today that there's going to be uh, a fresh sense of clarity and a fresh sense of peace come into your heart. And where you've been wrestling with things, I can just sense the burden just lifting, the breath and the peace of God coming into your life and into your, into your emotions. Amen. Hey, don't go away. Brett's going to hear. He's going to pray for you too. <laughs> oh, you're not here. <laughs> oh, I had somebody else in mind, but I, I can pray for you as well. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Jesus. Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for Henrietta. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Touch, Holy Spirit. Touch. Touch, Henrietta, the picture that I've got is a little bit different to what Dave had, but um, it's like looking out and there's just this vast plain, this massive expanse and just far, far, far in the distance there's these mountains. Almost like they, they don't even look like mountains, they're so far away. And God is just saying, that is your area of influence, <laughs> where you choose to look, where you choose to dream and where you choose to go, He has things in store for you. Now you're somebody who carries a great anointing, you carry authority. When you talk, when you sing, when you speak, you command a presence, and that is all because God has placed that in your life, and He's given it to you for a reason. And, um, but when I have a look over that vast expanse, you don't know what's there. You can't see the ravines. You can't see the, the boulders or the bushes that might trip you up. But God is saying that He has prepared the way for you. And, you know, Jeremiah 1 uh, verses 5 says that um, before you were born, I knew you. It's like... You know, you two just sat and spoke about what it was. And everything that is in your heart has been placed there before time, just like eternity. And as you begin to step, as you begin to go, it's almost like the way will be made. The bushes will be cleared. The ravines will be filled up. Nothing will be impossible for you once you set your sight on where you're going and the things that you want to do. And, and the journey isn't the destination. Is the, de the journey is the whole part, the whole part, every single part. So, Father, I thank you. I thank you for Henrietta. I thank you for the influence that she carries. I thank you that she doesn't take it lightly, Father. I thank you that in her heart is a song that needs to be sung. 
uh, there's words that need to come out. There are people in her heart that need to be touched. And we just stand with her as she declares and, and believes for those names. But more than anything, we thank you for what you have placed there. We lift her up in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Wonderful. Thanks, Brett. It's fantastic, buddy. And Katrina's going to start to pray for some people shortly, too. Where's our warrior princess? You. Yes. <laughs> I just felt before, as I was praying and as I was worshipping, um, I felt the Lord put you into my heart. And the way that came into my heart was, it's kind of strange, it was kind of like Zena. <laughs> Zena, warrior princess. And one, he wants to tell you tonight that you're his princess. You're his princess, you're beautiful, and he's, uh, you're a princess. And there's a softness about your heart. Uh, there's a softness that moves you. You move with compassion for people. And uh, he wants you to know that he loves you deeply. And he's walked with you through your trials and your, your difficulties that no one else knows about. But he loves you. And he believes in you. And he's with you tonight. You're also a great warrior. And when I say warrior, I just sense that you, God is going to use you. The word I got was this, that you're brave. You're brave. And times where you've had and you felt like you've been alone, um, I felt the Lord saying, uh, there's my girl. She's my one. That's my brave one. And the Lord's going to use the bravery that's been built in your heart to go, um, as a warrior, not go and cause damage. <laughs> but I see you as a warrior to go and rescue and to bring people back. And um, I, I see you going into situations that everyone else will be afraid of, but you're not afraid because um, there's a story, there's a movie. It's one of my favorite movies. It's called Mongol. And um, all the people were afraid of the thunder and, and, and the lightning. They were afraid of that. But he got exposed to, because there was no one else to run. So he was nowhere else to hide. So he got exposed to, to the thunder. And he discovered that the thunder never hurt him. And then the time came where God used that very situation and became a great person of influence. And there, there were times where you felt, and there was nowhere for you to run. You just had to endure it. But at that time, God built something into your life. And God is going to use that strength for you to go. And you're going to bring people out of those difficult situations. God's going to use that very courage and the very bravery that was built inside of your life. And you're going to bring people out. And you're going to bring hope to a lot of people. So don't compare yourself to anyone else. But you just see yourself as a warrior princess because that's who God has called you to be. Can I just close your eyes? I'm just going to pray. Holy Spirit, I just thank you for my sister tonight. Thank you, Lord, for your love for her. Lord, that you would come and touch her. Lord, that she would experience your love deeply in her heart today. Lord, where there's been war, I pray today, Lord, that you'll bring peace into her heart, that you'll bring peace into her mind, where she has struggled with uh, voices that have been speaking into her heart and into her mind. I thank you, Holy Spirit, that even right now that you're silencing those. I thank you today, Lord, that she is your warrior princess. Lord, she is uh, one of your kind. Lord, she is born after your spirit. I thank you today for the strength that you have placed in her heart. I pray, Lord, that your blessing would come upon her, that your peace would come over her family today. I thank you for all the lives that you're going to use her to reach and bring out of darkness, the, the situations that you'll, that you'll bring her into and the hope that, you'll, that she will bring into those situations. Lord, I bless my sister today. Lord, let your love come and touch your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. You're awesome. Katrina, come on, come pray for some people. I've got, still got some more to pray for, but is this all right? We're going to keep, I just want to just pray for people and
this great prophet over here, she can pull somebody out. That the yoke that you carry with God is not a burden. It's not a burden on your life. All the people that um, that He's got for you to talk to and speak to and touch. So, Father, right now in Jesus' name, Lord, I just ask that any burden be broken right now in Jesus' name. Lord, I just ask for Your peace to come in right now, right now in Jesus' name. For Your load is not heavy, Father. Your load is light. So, Father, I just ask for Your peace to come right now, to cover every area from head to toe in Jesus' name. For your peace to be released, Father, in the name of Jesus. Your yoke is light in Jesus' mighty name. It's not pushing uphill because with Jesus, the hills, they vanish. They vanish in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Gareth, Gareth, come over here. I'm going to pray for you tonight. Good to see you, man. Did well on the drums tonight, buddy. Thank you. Lord, just lift your hands up and just, just open your heart to receive tonight. Holy Spirit, thank you for your presence by touching Gareth tonight. Touch him, Holy Spirit. Touch him, Holy Spirit. Touch him, Holy Spirit. Lord, let your love come and touch his heart. I just sense, just uh, again, just had you in my heart tonight during worship. And I just sense uh, God's love is going to come and touch your heart afresh. And I just sense that um, uh, physically you're strong, but... I just sense that there's been a, a wrestling and there's been uh, there's been another fight that's been going on inside of you. There's been a, a wrestling that's going on in your heart and in your emotions. And it's been a bit of, it's, it's been a tough one. And there's things that you've tried to bury uh, and, and tried to justify. But I just sense that tonight that the love of God is going to start to come and touch your heart afresh. You're a great leader. You're a great dad. And I just sense that uh, you're going to start to experience uh, a freedom into your emotions again where where you've walked through pain, where you've walked through difficult situations and haven't known what to do, and you've just done the best that you could. Uh, I just sense that tonight the Lord wants to lift you up and encourage you and breathe into your life afresh. You're going to experience a, a fresh sense of creativity, but you're going to experience a deep sense of the love of God. And uh, you're going to start to your emotions where there's been things that have, um, that have been painful for you. Uh, you're going to start to find that the Lord's going to start to come and bring healing into that and start to bring a freedom. And you're going to start to experience the presence of the Lord in a way that you've never experienced Him before. There have been times where you've, you, you've struggled to, 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 to relate in that sense. You've been, at times there's been a, a, almost like, say, a block that's, that, that's almost, you've struggled to sometimes experience that. But I just sense today that the love of God is going to start to move afresh upon your life. And He loves you deeply. He, he's, uh, he's, he's walked with you and he's, he's continuing to walk with you. Holy Spirit, let your presence, let your love touch Gareth tonight in Jesus' name. Lord, let your love come and touch his family tonight in Jesus' name. Father, the hopes and dreams that he has. Holy Spirit, would you come and just breathe upon their family unit right now in Jesus' name. Touch them financially, I pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, let your financial favor be over their life in Jesus' name. Touch him, Holy Spirit. Touch him, Lord. Touch him, Lord. Katrina, wouldn't you come over and pray for him as well? Touch him, Holy Spirit. Father, let your love come and touch his heart. Touch his heart tonight, Lord. Charlotte of Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just feel that the Lord is just saying to you that He is well pleased. The Lord is saying that He is well pleased. That you are not here 
by chance, that you are here by choice, by destiny, by purpose, that the Lord has brought you to this place for a reason, for a time, for such a time as this. It's not accidental, so don't question it, don't, don't, I feel like you've fretted over it, that you've been concerned, is this right, Lord? Is this road right? That you've been looking to the left or the right, and the Lord is saying to keep your eyes on me, keep your eyes on me. Don't look to the left or the right, but look to me, for I have all your needs. I will look after you. I will follow, and I will lead, and I will take you to new places. Come, come to the Father. Come to the Father. Come to the Father. The Father wants to touch you. He wants to breathe new, fresh, a life into your heart tonight. In Jesus' name, do not fear me, says the Lord, for I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for our brother, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you handpicked him, Lord, that you handpicked him for the days ahead, Father, that he will be one that will stand strong in your kingdom, Father, that he will be one that will lead others into your kingdom, Father. He's talented, Father, beyond beyond measure, beyond his wildest dreams, because he will put you first, Father, in all that he does. If you put the Lord first, everything you touch will be gold, will be gold in Jesus' mighty name. Fill him afresh tonight, Father. You are worthy. You are worthy for you are mine. You are mine, says the Lord. You are mine. You are mine. You are mine. It's like he's like put a seal. He's he's like, it's like he's come down and he just wants to put his hand on you, his approval on you. It's nothing that you've done. You don't have to ask for approval. It's just something freely given. And the Lord wants to give it to you tonight. He is well pleased with you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father, let your love come and touch Tahi tonight. Touch him, Holy Spirit. Touch him, Holy Spirit. Father, let your love come and touch his heart. Father, let your love come and minister to him, Lord. God, send you the cry of the heart to, to be the best dad that you can to be for your kids. And Lord would say, don't compare yourself with with other ones that are around you. Don't compare. You're going to experience financial blessing. You're going to experience that there's going to be a breaking, there's going to be a turning of the tide on your family. I've already started to turn the tide. And uh, you're going to start, you will experience blessing. I saw you at times questioning uh, and, and desiring even to see, I know you're in, the, in your, your heart of hearts, you, you're, you're open for your kids to do whatever they want. But it's like God is going to make provision for you in order for you to be able to send them to university. That's not going to be a problem for you. God is going to bless you. God is going to bless you financially. God is going to use you not just to go on mission trips yourself, but God is going to bless you financially. And you're going to find yourself in a position where you can bless other people and send other people on mission trips. That's been on your heart. 
Don't compare yourself with other people. Don't compare yourself what this person's doing over there or what they've got or what they're not or what you are or what you're not. The Lord has blessed you. The Lord has made you who you are, designed you by purpose. God has brought you in the path that He has brought you on because He wants to show Himself great and He wants to show Himself strong on your behalf. Keep your eyes fixed on, the, on, 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 on Him. Keep your eyes fixed on, on your future because your future is strong. Your future is powerful. God is going to also make you, an, you're becoming a great dad. I can see you having a, what God is bringing you through now in the journey of healing of your heart and healing of your emotions. You're also going to be used powerfully to bring, uh, bring hope and to bring healing and to those that God is bringing around you. God is bringing you, he'll, he'll bring to you men that have got destiny and, and purpose, but are also broken in their heart. And, uh, and, and through what you're doing, God is going to use that as an avenue, not just to be a financial blessing, but to open up, your, open up people's heart and you'll bring hope, you'll bring truth into people's lives and they will love you. They will love you and you will experience uh, a father's love like you've never experienced before. And, uh, and the Holy Spirit, would you come and just touch him right now in Jesus' name. Lord, let your love come and just minister to his heart. Lord, I pray your blessing over his family. I pray your blessing over his wife, over his children today in Jesus' name. I thank you for the gift and the call of God upon their lives today. Lord, I just pray and I just release your hand of blessing over them today in Jesus' name. Let favor arise over them in Jesus' name. I thank you for your boy. I thank you for your, the, the creativity that is emerging over his life today in Jesus' name. Touch him, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. Katrina, come and pray. Fantastic. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. You know, this is going to sound a bit for a man, but I just feel like the Lord really wants to tell you tonight that He's in love with you. Like He is in love with you. He loves you beyond measure. Like you couldn't measure it if you tried. He loves you beyond measure. And I just see, I just got a picture that there's been padlocks on lots of places in your life lots of places around your heart and I know already that the Lord's been unlocking things in your life and I just ask tonight Father that you continue the work that you've started in Tahi Father continue the Father's heart that you've brought forth in him Father Lord I just pray that you bring good men around him Lord continue to bring good men around him Lord to upbuild uplift it's like when we're around people the same sharp sharp makes sharper so, Father, I just ask for men to come around, rally around, Lord, to uplift, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, I pray for every padlock, Lord, every area that's been closed off, Father, to come, to come forth for the padlocks, the chains to be broken in Jesus' name. Father, I just thank you tonight, Lord, that your blessing and your anointing rest upon him, Father, permeate him, Father, in Jesus' name. Again, I say the Lord is in love with you. He is in love with you. He delights in you. He delights in you. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Can you feel the presence of the Lord here this evening? Well, I can. <laughs> I can feel His presence. And uh, I've got a tissue, man. I just, my, my brain is just leaking. Today we celebrate uh, Pentecost Sunday, and I was just reading again uh, the promise of 
the Holy Spirit. And uh, in Acts chapter 1, if you've got your Bibles, Acts chapter 1, in verse 8, this is where Jesus was uh, about to ascend into the heavens. And he looked at his disciples, he looked at the believers and all the people that were gathered around him. And he said, but you shall receive, somebody help me here, you shall receive, you shall receive, you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, in all Judea and Samaria, to the ends of the earth. I think we're pretty well at the ends of the earth, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah. Witnesses to me, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And then we read a part, we read a little bit later in Acts chapter 2, where they were, the Bible says that they were all gathered together. They were in one place and they were gathered together. And then all of a sudden there was a sound like the mighty rushing wind and a sound filled the place, a wind filled the place. As the Holy Spirit, as Wairua Tapu started to fill the house. And one of the things that I was just stunned again, just thinking about it and putting myself into that situation, that these guys had seen some pretty cool things in the past. They had read about some pretty cool things. But they, I don't think they've ever experienced anything like that before. And next thing you know, there's an experience that's way out of this world. And all of a sudden, things start to happen in their lives. Things start to shift. And the Bible says that afterwards that uh, there was a great commotion and a crowd started to come and they started to fill, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And um, people thought they were drunk. There must have been a sound of great joy. There must have been a sound of great uh, noise. It must have been sounded like a real party. And whenever there's a party, the sound of a party just draws people. People come when there's laughter. People come when there's happiness. Fruit of this Holy Spirit is joy and happiness. And one of the things that these people, I don't know about me, but, but flip, uh, these guys weren't scared. And if, man, if you're in a room like this and all of a sudden there's this almighty rush through the thing, I don't know about you, but I would possibly be underneath the seats. (laughs) But you'll notice that something, these guys weren't afraid when that happened. The Holy Spirit, when He comes, He does something powerful. He transforms our life. In the very place where they crucified Jesus, where they, uh, we've got to understand that the memory of the crucifixion, it wasn't like a distant memory. It was like days before. It was like only a month beforehand. Uh, so when we talk about Pentecost, it's 50 days. That's where the, it, the, the, so the Greeks get the word Pentecost from the word 50, which means 50 days after the death and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's one of the reasons. So it's only 50 days. It was only just over a month before. And they're in the same place where they did all those things to Jesus Christ. The vivid, the, 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 the memory, the experience is still vivid in their imagination. But what it did, it didn't just cause them to shut down and hide. The very same people, the very person, Peter, who denied Christ, who tried to hide and tried to pretend uh, he didn't even have no association with Jesus. The very same person, the Holy Spirit started to awaken upon his life. And this is something what the Holy Spirit does when he comes on a person. He takes people who, who the world would see as weak or sometimes afraid or, or broken or damaged or uh, aggressive, 
is that Peter was not afraid of a fight. He was not physically afraid of a fight. He would go toe-to-toe with any Roman soldier at any day. Don't you worry about that. But yeah, he was also experienced fear. God just, what, he, what the Holy Spirit did on that person, on Peter, was he transformed him from being a, one from being a fighter to actually being a man of faith. And there he stands up and says, this was what prophesied years and years ago. One of the things, friends, I believe about the Holy Spirit, He's not here just to come and give us goosebumps, but He's here to come and shift and transform our lives. One of the things that we I just started to preach on last week was legacy. Legacy is something that is handed down from one generation to another. It's something that I will give, that it's something that has been given to me that I will in turn give to somebody else. I'll give it to my kids. And it's not just my biological kids that'll get it. It'll be my spiritual children. Spiritual family will also get an inheritance of this. Even from what I've received from my grandfather. Today, people here, people all around the world experience the legacy that has been passed down. Some people have passed down a legacy of debt. Some people have passed down a legacy of brokenness. People have passed down all sorts of things. Today, we have an opportunity to pass down a legacy of faith. Every person in this room, the fact that you are in this place today means that I believe that you, there is a, there is a, it's available for you. It's available not just for you, it's available for your family. There is a legacy that is in this house that you can smell and you can experience right now. But you can trace that all the way back to what happened in that room. That we're people who were broken, that people who were afraid, that people who walked through all sorts of difficulties, people that the world rejected, people that had success in some areas, but failure in other areas, people that failed, people that said they would follow Jesus and then they didn't follow Jesus and then they doubted Jesus, people that wrestled. You can find it, you can see in one part there that Jesus talked about how little your faith was, but then all of a sudden, the same people that doubted Jesus became the very same people who carried the gospel, who carried faith from generation to generation. What happened? I'll tell you what happened, friends. They got touched by the power of the Holy Spirit. I know that there's people in this church, I can tell you there's people that have gone before you that have sat in the same seat that you're sitting in right now, who've experienced the faith and the presence of God that can be traced right back to that place there. People are not afraid to stand up in front and say, this is, this is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This is the power of God unto salvation. Friends, if there's ever a time in our world today where people need churches, where the world need churches that know where they came from. It is today. It is right now. I was just reading, I was just saying to Kate before, I was just reading an article on um, one of our famous pop stars of New Zealand, Lord. And here she is talking about how she thinks she's a witch. See, people, friends, are open to the supernatural. She's a person that's open to the supernatural. Here she is talking about how she's communicating with um, one of the other guys that just passed away, entertaining evil spirits. I know today that there are people in our community, they are being harassed and tormented by demon spirits, possibly even people here. (laughs) Jesus said, you shall be witnesses to me into Jerusalem, Samaria, Judea, and to the ends of the earth. What he's saying is about, you can't be a witness to something if you haven't experienced it. If you were called to a court trial, called as a witness, and they ask you the most obvious question, what was your experience? 
And your, your reply was, oh, no, nah, it was just my mate told me. Or my mate's mate told me. It's kind of like, oh, you're probably not the kind of witness that we're looking for. <laughs> Somebody who's a witness carries weight there. Testimony carries weight. Somebody who's witnessed the power of God. Yes, I was demonized. Yes, I struggled with this. Yes, I struggled with that. Yes, I was in poverty. Yes, I was this. Yes, I was tormented, but Jesus set me free. There's no one can rob you of your testimony. I was just talking to Anton during the week, and one of the initiatives that we're going to launch, we're just negotiating, is a house of hope. Why? Because people need hope. It's one thing to send people to these organizations that can provide a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But who's going to help the person that's demonized? Who's going to help that person? Who's going to help the person that's tormented? Who's going to help that person? They're not necessarily going to come to here, but we can take it from where we have here and be witnesses. The place, the first place that they said was um, Jerusalem. In other words, take it to your hometown. <laughs> We're going to first be witnesses to Jesus Christ in our own hometown here. We're going to be witnesses and... and, and it's not the plan of God that we would just have cozy little services and that with heaters on. It's God's plan that we would take what we have here and bring this tangible hope into our community. And my goodness, we are going to do that. We're planning for it right now. We're negotiating. And, and I know that we're going to see hundreds of people saved as a result of carrying the gospel, the testimony of Jesus Christ through the power of this Holy Spirit into our community. When the world needs us most. Now is not the time for us to be quiet. Now is the time for us to be filled afresh with fresh boldness and fresh fire of the Holy Spirit upon our lives. Now is the time for us to dig deep into the legacy that you and I were birthed into, that we can trace back, right back to that occasion. Even before that, where God said to Abraham, I will bless you and you will be a blessing to many generations. That's our legacy. That's the legacy that you have uh, access to in this place here. We need churches today that are fully engaged, not remote. Issues facing satiety today. One of the things we don't want to be is remote from that. When people are remote, we're too afraid to touch that. We've got no power over it. We need to be in a place where God's, we're engaged in people's lives. We're engaged in the issues of the community. I can just sense a fresh over my own life today. Actually, it's time for us as a church to be freshly engaged with where things are at in the community. And we'll make that mark right in the middle of town. And that's going to be the start point. <laughs> that's the start point. Churches that have had no, have, some people, churches have no taste. They've become entertainment centers. Friends, that's not what we're about. Oh, it's good for a little bit of entertainment. Nothing wrong with that. But when it just becomes about that, what we need is the power of the Holy Spirit afresh in our lives. Today we need people are looking for preachers that will just tickle their fancies. That will pour oil on the satisfied. Just preach to you to tell you what you want to hear. Oh, you're going to be good. You're going to be awesome. You're going to be But when Peter preached, he preached a message of the Holy Spirit that brought people into a place of repentance. Not everyone likes that. Not everyone's going to like you when you stand up for the things of God. But you weren't born to follow. 
The legacy that you have is not a, there's a following element to it, but it's a following Jesus. It's not a following of culture. It's not a following of, of trends and fads and things like that. It's, it's, no, we're the head and not the tail. Churches who believe that God didn't give us His Word just to frustrate us, but give us His Word to show us what church can be like, that 3,000 people can be added to the church in one day. That when His church comes together and prays, the thing, the place is shaken. That doors will open. Not just imaginary doors. Not just butterfly doors. I'm telling you, real actual doors that open into places of influence will be opened. Doors that were closed will be opened. It happened to Peter. Peter got put into slavery and the chains would fall off and he would just walk into places. God put it in the Bible to give us an example of what we could be doing. And what's available for you. Signs, wonders, ground shaking, doors open, miracles. Friends, we need to pass this legacy on to our young people as a witness to the power of God. One of the main reasons we're bringing Apostle Maldonado in here is not just to have an entertainment show. It will be entertaining, I tell you that. But it is far beyond that. I am believing for a deposit to for uh, an unleashing of the supernatural, for us to come into a, a new level of boldness, to come into a new level of power, to come into a new level of, of uh, demonstration of the power of God. That is what I'm believing them for. That is why I'm, we're paying this money to, to, and putting the expense and putting the time to bring them here because I'm not satisfied to stay where I am. I want somebody to come in and to shift us from where I am, where we are, into a greater level. Jesus came to announce a kingdom, not a franchise. He came to bring a kingdom that shifts the powers of darkness off people's lives, not to bring a franchise that entertains people. That's the legacy that you and I are born into. We're living in an environment now where I know where people are losing their legacy. People come just to be entertained. People come to have a an air-tickling experience. Friends, that's not the legacy that we were born into. That's not the legacy that resides in this place. The legacy that resides in this place is, is fire-walking, tongue-talking, devil-casting out. People have come from brokenness and turned into a place of strength and power. People that have come from poverty come into a place of blessing. People that have come from defeat now are in a place of more than conquerors. Not just surviving, we are more than conquerors. People that the devil tried to destroy, now more than a conqueror. People whose lives were robbed by depression and almost suicide and addiction, now the very same people are now taking the hope and bringing other people free. That is more than a conqueror. That is the legacy that you are born into. See, people, Pentecost was a time where all ethnicities came came together at the same place at the same time. God's promise is this, and it still remains this. I will pour my spirit out on all flesh. What we need is just all flesh to get together in the same place. I know some people today are worried about uh, cultural aspects and churches and things like that. That's all fine and good. But what happens is when that becomes the main thing, we start to miss out on the very kingdom that God has available for every tribe, every every tongue, and every culture. See, there are seeds of the kingdom that 
reside within families. It resides within cultures. But the kingdom of God, the spirit of God, when he comes, he lifts that seed and brings it forth out of whatever culture it's been conceived or, or, or been incubated in. God brings it out and it brings it like the Bible talks about the tree, the mustard tree. It grows to such a point where it, tra- where it goes over every other tree in the garden. It still carries its signature, but yet it's a tree that now is bigger than the whole garden. I believe this, that God brings us up out of African cultures, uh, Irish cultures, Maori cultures, island cultures, whatever culture. And then the Holy Spirit comes upon that people, breathes upon that. Wherever they are, brings them up into a place of kingdom culture. The legacy that you have, yeah, it might be expressed in a particular culture, but it's bigger than that. It's far bigger than any other tribe or culture. That's the legacy that you and I are part of. One of the things about spirit-filled people is this, is that you can see the same set of facts, you can see the same situation, but see the same thing differently. People, even people that come to a church, but you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. Somebody who's filled with the legacy of faith that resides in this house can see the same thing, but see it in a different way. Some people see a, a person that is broken and look at them and think, well, Look at that person. But another person like Gideon. Gideon looked at himself and thought, who am I compared to everyone else? I'm the least of the least. I'm a minority within a minority. But God saw him and said, you are a man of faith. You are a mighty warrior. Some people you might see a a person with a loud mouth that's got a little bit of language problem. Yeah. (laughs) Somebody that's not afraid of a little bit of fisticuffs. Some people might look at that person and say, well, that person needs help. Jesus would look at that person and say, there is a person that I can use. There is a person who's not afraid to stand up in front of somebody. There is a person that is not afraid to confront the devil. It won't back down. I can put my spirit in that person. Here's a person that, ah, you know what I'm talking about. You can see the same situation. Some people see a door. Some people see an opportunity. Some people see a giant. Some people see an opportunity. Some people see a broken down building. Other people see, well, there's a place that can be filled with the presence of God. (laughs) Some people see a conflict. Some people see an opportunity for growth. People that are filled with the spirit of faith, you'll start to see things differently. Opportunity will fill the space. Hope will fill it. That's what a spirit of faith will do. Friends, I want to encourage you today. Our legacy is water walking, giant killers, city shakers, devil casting, fire walking, and life giving people. As Christian believers, we are called to be life giving, not life sucking. You come around some people and they're like they're a black hole of vortex. They just suck the life. They complain about this, complain about that. Like, goodness. What were you baptized into? Obviously a different spirit, maybe lemon juice or something like that. I want to encourage you today as we celebrate Pentecost, as we celebrate the day God's Holy Spirit was poured out. It was poured out, not sprinkled out on all flesh. People today, and I just love my dad just listening to him as he, he was struggling with his heart and things like that. But I could tell, my goodness, that his spirit was strong. 
That, my friend, is the faith that you or I have access to. People that may be physically losing their hearing, but my goodness, they can hear the voice of God as clear as daylight. (laughs) People that are getting weak physically as they get older and older, but their spirit is growing stronger and stronger. That's the faith that you're birthed into. It's a faith that's available for you today. I believe we're in a place where people's lives are going to start to change quickly. People's lives will start to accelerate. My question to you today is this. How do you respond as we remember and we reflect God's Holy Spirit was poured out on all flesh? Will you respond to Him today? Will you allow Him afresh into your life? Will you come into agreement? What time or what space will you allow Him into your life today? What could He do through your life? Where could He take you? If you'll just stand up and respond to His Holy Spirit. I'm not sure if Peter felt anything. It doesn't say he just stood up and said, it just stood up full of boldness and the Holy Spirit moved. He didn't probably wait till feeling goosebumps or anything like that. He just stood up and just took the bull by the horns. Friends, that same Spirit is available for you. What are you waiting for? What are we waiting for? Let's give it a go and just see what happens. Let's make a stand. Let's make a bold stand wherever we are and just see what happens. Get up there. God's opened up a a platform for you. Let's not be shy in coming forward. Tell you today, God will bring us afresh into Jerusalem, which is this place, and all Judea and other cultures and surrounding areas. God will take us to all different people here today. You will go to different countries and bring the gospel of Jesus Christ. You look back and think, wow. Line of people gone before you have left a legacy. What kind of legacy will you leave today? It'll happen by what you do every day, what you build into your life. Whether you make a decision to come every morning or every night or moments of the day and just come into His presence and say, Holy Spirit, why do I tap it? Would you speak into my life? Breathe into me afresh. Thank you, Lord, that you're lifting me up. I respond to you today. I respond to your leading. I respond to your calling. Thank you, Lord, that you're bold. You make me bold. You make me strong today. Let's today leave a legacy of faith that other people will respond to. It'll touch our nation. It'll touch the nations around us. Amen. Amen. I want to get to the end of my life and say, I have run my race. I have fought the good fight. I have kept the faith. That faith that was once delivered to us all, that's what I want to be able to say at the end of my life. I have fought the good fight. I've run my race. I've kept that faith alive inside of my spirit. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your hand upon every person in this place tonight. Lord, I know that we all, you know most of all, Holy Spirit, that the journey that they've walked to in this place. Holy Spirit, I thank you that you're still writing that story in their lives. Holy Spirit, would you come and pour out afresh on their lives today in Jesus' name. Pour out afresh on us as a church. Pour out upon us as believers. Pour out afresh upon us as your family today in Jesus' name. Lord, we stand wherever that you've, wherever in society that you've placed us. Today, we make it to stand up bold and to declare your goodness that we witnesses of your glory, witnesses of your faithfulness into our lives in Jesus' name. And all God's people said,
Come on, like you mean it. And all God's people said, one more time, all God's people said, fantastic. Look at that, somebody's shouting down there. Yeah. Come on, let's just stand one more time. We're going to sing Majesty. Forever I am changed by your love. I'm alive in your hands. Come on, let's worship Him tonight. Majesty. When you lift your hands to Him, 